BYU now 3-2 and two on the season after falling to number 25 Alabama today here in Brooklyn, 71-59. to 59. Have you heard Rodizio Grill is now carving up their incredible selections of meats, gourmet salads, and Brazilian favorites at two Utah, loca- Utah County locations in American Fork and the shops at the Riverwoods in Provo. Visit Rodizio.com for more information. Mark, we talked about it. BYU was really in this game pretty much all night long. They were able to fight back. They never really got blown out, but they just couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, it's as frustrating a game as I've seen in my 20 years of doing this, Jason, and that I felt like BYU was the equal to Alabama, that they were doing all the right things. You look at every stat, the rebounds, the assists, turnover, they're all right there with Alabama if you just don't look at the shooting numbers. Trouble is, the thing about basketball, Jason, is uh, unlike soccer and other sports, you have to actually score points to win in basketball games, okay? So... BYU and, it, and BYU had look after look, and the three-point line was just atrocious. Celius hit two, but other than that, it was as bad as it's ever been, and that was the death knell. And and even then, they were crashing the board so hard, they, and they couldn't get any tips to go. I mean, 10 or 15 tips at the basket that didn't go, and they couldn't make a free throw, and those are the easy ones. You, when you're giving up all these easy points and wide-open shot misses, and, and you're playing a team like Alabama, you're not going to win, obviously. But they, I love the way they played. If I could just not count the shooting, which unfortunately is the most important thing. BYU wraps up the afternoon shooting 37% from the field. 23, we'll round it up to 24% from three. And 52% from the charity stripe. They uh, were 11 for 21 shooting free throws. On the other end of things, Alabama, which in the first half was shooting in the 60s, uh, they came back to earth a little bit. 49% for the game, 38% from three. Four of seven, by the way. They, they were five of 13 from three. Four of those came from John Petty alone. He was fantastic. He's very good, yeah. He, uh, he led Alabama with 16 points. And by the way, uh, Yoli Childs led all scores with 21 uh, to go along with 11 rebounds. But as you said, I mean, shooting the ball like that, it's just it's difficult to beat any team, let alone the, the 25th ranked team in the country. Yeah, extremely frustrating, and that, that's, uh, you know, the last two of the last three games, BYU has been awful from the three-point line, so you, you really have to worry how big a problem this is going to be, and Zach did make two threes, Jason, but when BYU needed a big three, TJ missed it by about five feet, and Zach hit it off the backboard, and that's just not getting it done. But TJ played great in that second half, but that shot is emblematic of how the three-point shooting has gone for BYU, and that's a serious, serious problem looking forward to the future. Points in the paint, uh, Alabama 42 to BYU's 34. Uh, points off of turnovers. Uh, both teams scored 13 points off of each other's turnovers. Second chance points, plus three in favor of Alabama. Fast break points, plus four in favor of the Crimson Tide. BYU's bench did outscore the Alabama bench 14 to 10. Uh, but now BYU, it's a quick turnaround. It's a quick regroup because now you've got to go and actually play at the Barclays Center uh, where the Brooklyn Nets play, you play tomorrow. It'll be a completely different venue and a completely different team that you're taking on in UMass. So there's really no time to really worry about this one. It's all about getting ready for UMass tomorrow. Well, as a player, I loved it because I didn't want to think about a loss, and there's a good chance for BYU to play in a nice venue against a, a decent team and, and, and have a good chance to win that game. So uh, I think there's a lot of positives to take going from this, but, uh, again, they're going to have to shoot better. I don't care if they're playing – uh, you know, Mount St. Mary's or Robert Morris. I'm looking at the uh, NEC conference list on the wall here, but uh, you, you've got to hit shots, and uh, that, that's troubling. But, uh, again, it's it's a weird feeling. 
because I felt great about a lot of things, but they've just got to shoot better, bottom line. It's time for our New Skin Data Discovery. New Skin, discover the best you. Mark uh, Durant, what is your data discovery about BYU today? We talked about the shooting numbers, and I want to think of something positive. (laughs) Uh, Well, a couple things. 13 offensive rebounds to 8 for Alabama. Great effort. Uh, Nixon was great on the offensive boards. But 15 assists to 11 turnovers against a team like Alabama with that athleticism and that guard line, that's impressive. That's a good job from uh, on that respect. 71-59, Alabama defeating BYU. We'll uh, take a quick break from here in Brooklyn. We'll send it back to our BYU radio studios in Provo. Ben Bagley will have Cougar Postgame Live. We'll come back with player interviews and the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose. It's all coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Sellius another three. Got it again! Zach Sellius! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your hosts, Jason Shepard. Ben Bagley here filling in for Jason Shepard, who is on the call, filling in for Greg Rubel. So Ben Bagley here in the BYU Radio Studios. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. You heard it right there. Final buzzer, BYU falls to 25th-ranked Alabama, 71-59. Yoli Childs leads all scores with 21 points. Actually, a really good game for Yoli Childs. Unfortunately, there's three numbers that Cougar fans need to be aware of. 37-23-52. As in 37% from the field, 23.5% from three-point land, and 52.4% from the free-throw line. When you're shooting those kind of percentages and those kind of numbers, things usually don't turn out as expected or as planned. And thus, the final score, 71-59 for Alabama. But BYU, no time to worry about this as they get a look ahead to tomorrow's game. Same tip tomorrow, same pregame start and everything as BYU preps for UMass in day two of the Barclays Classic there in Brooklyn, New York. Let's look around. College basketball top 25 scoreboard. Finals coming from, we talked about UMass, that first game at the Barclays Classic. The pregame of BYU-Alabama was 14th-ranked Minnesota taking on UMass. Minnesota gets the win, and that one 69-51. Luane Pipkins for UMass has 18 points. Cougars will look to see if they can hold Pipkins under that 18 and get a win against UMass tomorrow right here on the BYU Radio New Skin Network. Other top 25 scores, 21-ranked St. Mary's and WCC opponent to BYU. Falls to Washington State, 80. 4-79. Jordan Ford leads the Gales with the, in the loss with 15 points. Fifth-ranked Villanova remains undefeated on the season. They win. They beat Northern Iowa 64-50. Underway in the top 25, the only game that hasn't gone final right now and that has tipped off. Number nine, North Carolina up 37-26 on Arkansas at the half. Checking your college football scoreboard. Two games in the books right now in college football, both of them top 25 games. Number 12th, 12th ranked TCU, 45-22 over Baylor and a huge upset in the landscape of college football. Second ranked Miami travels to Pittsburgh on this day after Thanksgiving and loses by 10, 24-14, which means Miami come Tuesday, you're out of the college football playoff picture. It's going to be some shuffling there. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. 
Coming up next, we'll preview tomorrow's doubleheader of Cougar Sports as we'll have BYU hoops and BYU football for you tomorrow here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Your final score tonight in Brooklyn, 71-59, Alabama beats BYU. More Cougar Post Game Live comes your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Post Game Live Show. I'm Ben Bagley filling in for Jason Shepard and BYU Falls to 25th ranked Alabama today, 71 to 59. Time to preview a busy day in BYU sports tomorrow, right here on the the new skin BYU Sports Network. Tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Mountain for those local here. Uh, I'll be back with you getting you ready for BYU taking on UMass in the second game of the Barclays Center Classic. This game actually taking place at the Barclays Center, however. That game will tip off at 2.30 Eastern, 12.30 Mountain. Jason Shepard and Mark Durant will be on the call as BYU looks to, well, split the weekend in New York City. Getting a win against UMass would do that. BYU will be able to come back next week going one and one on the weekend. Tomorrow night, the final, the finale of this year's BYU football as they are in Hawaii to renew a rivalry with the Rainbow Warriors. Pre-game begins at 7 p.m. Eastern. When I talk about a rivalry, I talked to Warriors head coach Nick Rolovich earlier this week. He said that this is the number one rivalry for the Rainbow Warriors. Cougars and Warriors haven't played in years. Still considered the top rivalry for the Hawaii team as BYU comes to town. Pre-game for that game begins at 7 p.m. Eastern, 5 Mountain with Mark Lyons and myself. Greg Rubel will have the call of that game as it kicks at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain. BYU looking to end their season. What's been a disappointing season, but looking to end it on a high note in the sunny islands of Hawaii. Also tomorrow on BYU TV, the BYU women's hoops team hosts 4-0 Georgia out of the SEC in the Marriott Center. That'll be a good game for Jeff Judkins and his team. It tips at 4 p.m., 2 p.m. Mountain on BYU TV. That's going to wrap things up for us here at the Cougar Post Game Live Show. After the break, we'll send you back to the Steinberg Wellness Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show with Jason Shepard and Mark Durant. Your final from Brooklyn. 71-59, BYU falls to 25th-ranked Alabama. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jason Shepard in for Greg Rubel today. BYU basketball losing to number 25 Alabama, 71-59. Joining me on the broadcast tonight was the one and only Mark Duran. And joining us courtside after today's game, Jashir Hardnett, who got the start today once again uh just here thanks for joining us appreciate it no no problem so take us through this one i mean we, we you and i were talking a little bit before we went on the air Th- this was a game that you guys were not out of you were right there yeah it's a top 25 team uh, we were there uh, a couple more free throws uh a better percentage of the three-point line and you know it's a different game 
Jasheer, I was so impressed with you today. I thought you played great. I know it's hard to lose, but personally, I thought you came out, you got to start, and you attacked and attacked, and that's not easy to do against a good team like Alabama. But what I, well, I think this is the first time we've had you on, so I, what I want is the Jasheer Hardnett story. I want to know where you came from, where, where you grew up, and how you got to BYU. Oh, well, I'm from Gulfport, Mississippi. Um, uh, when I graduated, I, gra- I grew up in Gulfport, Mississippi. I graduated and I signed with Fordham University in Bronx, New York. Uh, after a year, I redshirted due to injuries, and I um, transferred to Chipola Community College. And at Chipola Community College, uh, Coach Heath and Tim uh, Lacombe called a couple times, and they just told me they were interested in me being a part of BYU organization. I came on a visit, and I, I liked what, what they had planned, so I just felt like it was a great spot. Great. What's it like for you, you know, being from that area of the country taking on a team like an Alabama? Oh, uh, that's, that's fine. You know, um, Mississippi and Alabama is really a football rival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, now it's look like basketball with me, so it was a tough loss. So for you, getting the start, how, how does that change your mindset at all, being a starter versus coming off the bench, or how does that how does that work for you personally? Oh, uh, yeah, it does. Um, I was having little issues with myself. Like, I'm, I'm coming off the bench. You know, that wasn't a thing I ever did, so I had to get used to that. So me coming off the bench, it kind of had my confidence down. I feel like I wasn't playing up to part or helping the team like I should. So with me getting a start, kind of boosts my confidence back up. And now I'm just going through the process and getting it where, where it needs to be. Sure, again, another team that has a great guard line, Alabama, uh, with Sexton and Petty. What was the game plan uh, to stop those two guys today? Um, it was just uh, guard. You know, um, I came here to guard. That was one thing that they, they liked about me during the recruiting process. So uh, I came in the game, and I felt like I had a target, you know, to stop this guy, and I did a great job today. What did Coach Rose say uh, to you guys after the game? Um, just keep your head. Just uh, We got to bounce back because we play UMass tomorrow. So uh, more free throws made, like I said earlier, a little more free throws and a couple more three-pointers made in a different game. So what, what take me through as a player. Mark obviously was a player as well playing at BYU. Uh, but take me through the mindset of a player when you're when when you're struggling at the free throw line. When you head to the free throw line, what what's what's the besides obviously making them? What are you trying to do up there from a mental standpoint? Um, just let let everything clear out of your head when you shoot the free throw. You don't want to think too much because that's when you you know mess your form up or you know shoot it too too strong. Uh, but I think that's basically it. Just not thinking a lot. Jashir Hardnett, our guest here on the Cougar Locker Room Show, finishing with six points, played 27 minutes, three of six from the floor, also had uh, five assists. So are you, if somebody were to ask you, how would you describe your game, would you say that you're more of a scoring guard or more of a facilitator or a hybrid? Um, well, I came in more of a scoring guard. Um, coming from Juco, you know, it's a, a lot of shots you could get away with. You know, a lot of things I was doing that I could get away that now it's like, you know, coaching staff doesn't you know apply by that so it's me getting in the process but i'm i was definitely coming in as a scorer but you know i can really facilitate too all right we'll take a quick break we'll have more with your sheer hardnet coming up after this byu falls in the first game of the barclays center classic 71 59 to number 25 alabama we'll have more coming up next on the new skin byu sports network Welcome back to Long Island University, Brooklyn, site of the first day of the Barclays Center Classic. BYU falls to number 25, Alabama, by a final score of 71 to 59. Jashir Hardnett, 
Now, do, you, do you like the full name Jashir? I know you've got a lot of different nicknames, but uh, but do you like Sheer? What do you, what do you prefer? Um, Sheer, that's fine. That's what usually everyone calls me back at home, so that's what I'm used to. Okay, would you like to explain something else? Because uh, I happen to uh, be doing some interviews with your, your teammates last week for some stuff we're doing on BYU TV. Okay. And they mentioned a new nickname that you have. Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, no, YG? No, uh, a, a Bugs Life? Oh, Bugs Life. Yeah. <laughs> so would you like to explain the Bugs Life uh, nickname that you've got? Is that still a thing or is that even past? Oh, no, I think that's in the past. I haven't heard it in a minute. That's why oh, they told me that like a week ago. Oh, yeah. Nicknames they, come and go so quickly. Yeah, they gave me another one, YG. <laughs> okay, so what's Yoli Jr.? <laughs> I have no clue that that came from. That's what it is now. Just <laughs> <laughs> your Arnett, our guest here. So... It is the quick turnaround. It's a two-game tournament for you guys. Today against Alabama, tomorrow against UMass. How difficult is it to play in these tournaments where it is back-to-back games so quickly? Um, I mean, it's, it's not too bad. Um, we just uh, took a loss, um, so we just got to, you know, regroup as a team and go in tonight and get, get ready for UMass. You know, there's not too much sobbing we can do about this. With with the tw- a turnaround like that, I, I can't imagine you've talked at all about UMass. So, w- what will be the plan tonight? Do you know what's on the schedule to get ready for UMass? Oh uh, yeah, later on after we eat team dinner, uh, we'll sit around and you know watch film. I'm sure they did a good scouting report to coach staff, so they have us ready for them. How much film do you watch? Are you are you one of those guys that, that can't get enough film? Oh uh, yeah, I am because uh, I was struggling. I feel like I was struggling these past few games, so I I was really into film watching. So that's my thing, yeah, to try to get out the slump. Well, and you said that, that it, it's just something you hadn't done coming off the bench. So in the last two games where you've started, do you feel your game coming back to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I f- I'm feeling more confident now just me getting back to, you know, my my skill set of, you know, scoring the ball and being able to create a little more for my team, yeah. What do you think of this team overall? It's still early, 3-2 and two on the season, but uh, there's a lot of talent on this team. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, we got people who can make plays, got people who can rebound. You know, everybody's doing a nice job, and we're defending really well. Yeah, so I think it's a good group. I mean, we, we took two losses so far, but I think it's going to help help us for later on, so it's fine. Sheer, I'm going to call him Sheer now nice. because um, that's, I'm, I'm a cool guy, so I can do that. <laughs> what about how would you describe your game, Sheer? I mean, I love how you penetrate, get to the rim, and score. But how would you describe your game, and maybe what, what do you model that after, if anybody? Um, just just a physical guard, you know, a physical guard. Um, I have no problem with defending other guards, you know. So it's just that uh, I, I'm a winner too. So you know, I try to do whatever it takes to win. I mean, obviously we came up short today, but that's that's really my thing. When I come in, I always want to be respected as a winner because I'm a point guard and I'm kind of small. So, you know, that's my main thing. Love it. Jashir, great stuff, man. Appreciate it. Nice job out there today. Uh, go get him tomorrow against UMass. Appreciate All right. it. All right, thank you. Time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jason Shepard in for Greg Rubel today, joined by Mark Durant, and now the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Dave Rose. BYU falling to number 25, Alabama, 71-59. Coach, maybe just some uh, initial observations from this one today. 
Well, I, you know, I think that uh, there's a lot of really good uh, that you can take from this game from our guys, uh, especially what, what, what we're trying to do. I think that um, we did a lot of things well enough okay, to, to, to win this game. When you, you talk about a, uh, you know, a, a team that is really physical and got great size and athleticism and it looked like they were just going to you know, control the entire game, especially around the boards. Uh, early in the game, and our guys, you know, they, they, you know, they found a way to compete on the glass, and ended up with 13 offensive rebounds to their eight offensive rebounds, which I thought was a good number. Uh, you know, we missed a lot of shots, and uh, that, you know, really caused a lot issues for us. The way our team's put together and the way we're made, um, this team's going to have to, you know, be able to uh, to shoot the ball better from the field, and. and 37% is going to be hard to win any game, especially a game not in your building. So uh, those are kind of the things, uh, you know, initial thoughts. Uh, the fact that we only turned the ball over 11 times against the pressing, athletic, long team, and three or four of those were offensive fouls where they're dead ball turnovers and you can actually guard them. But, uh, you know, the, the bottom line is it came to where we got the game to some certain points where we really needed to make a play to keep it and, and put them in a position where maybe they would panic a little bit, but uh, we never really got to that point. So um, I'm proud of their effort and, and you know, the desire. We just need to execute better. Yeah, Dave, I, I echo those thoughts. I mean, after the Arlington game, I was pretty discouraged. But after today's game, I'm actually a lot more optimistic. I thought they went toe-to-toe with Alabama and in so many categories really played really, really well. Obviously, you need to shoot the basketball. But when you have a game like that, obviously you don't have a lot of turnaround time. But is that kind of the focus on the on the good things in such a short turnaround time? Well, I think I think that's you know where where you have to be because you're going we're going less than 24 hours to turn around and tip this thing off again, and uh, we got to be in a mindset to where we believe uh, that we can win you know win that game, and uh, it'll be a similar challenge in some ways with UMass, but. Uh, uh, you know, every game's unique, but I I just feel like you know we had uh, our chances here. You know, uh, against a, a really good team, they you know the fact that 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 in the second half especially they started missing their threes, uh, and then they just started driving the ball to the basket. That's an advantage for them. That's difficult for us to create because we drive it in there and, and they're dealing with some real big athletic guys with size and so when they come to help then when you make that pass you've got to make a shot and i think sheer did a great job of doing it tj did a great job of getting in there and delivering the ball but we end up with 15 assists probably should have had about 25 assists the yeah. way that uh, the way that the, the game kind of went so uh i think it's you know anybody will tell you it's a tough shooting gym in the middle of the afternoon when one side of the the gym is all windows and it's open and you, you know during the game i'm getting glares from the high rises outside off the sun and and those aren't excuses but it's real and i think they experienced it too and that's why they kind of put their head down and, and went to the glass so I'd, I'd have been uh you know if, I, if we could you know go back and recreate time i i wish we could have played this another time and actually had it in the barclay center because that's what we signed up for you mentioned josh Shear finished with six points five assists you kept him in the starting lineup heading into today's game what do you like about him with that group well i just felt like especially in this situation that the pressure that they put on you uh, i thought that early we didn't want to get 
uh, kind of ambushed by that pressure. And I thought Jashir is a guy that uh, handles it well and could really make them pay, which he did. I mean, they, they're pressuring out on the wings, and which left a lot of space down the middle of the lane. And, and he got in there and, and made some baskets early. And, and he's still learning. I mean, he's, you know, five or six games into you know, his Division One career, and uh, things happen a lot quicker, a lot faster, a lot stronger, a lot bigger. And uh, I, I think he's growing well. I mean, he's, he's a guy who got himself in a little bit of foul trouble. But we knew that the, the assignment, I mean, he's playing one of the best you know, college freshmen in the country. And uh, it could be a lottery pick this, um, you know, this summer. And he, has, he gave a little bit in size, but I thought his strength really showed up in his ability to, to kind of control that kid. Yoli struggled a little bit from the, from the free throw line, but I thought this was a big game for him in that you went up against uh, such big, talented big guys and dominated for a time. I think that's got to do a lot for his confidence. Yeah, and we did a good job of getting him the ball. You know, we probably need to do it a little bit more. They they kept sitting, you know, on him with the second guy, you know, a half another one of a half for sure, but sometimes they had a, a full second guy there. And, uh, you know, uh, his ability to get up and down, get his hands on balls, had probably – you know, three or four that he tipped all uh, night. You know, all so night. frustrating. It just, just could have gone right in, you know, but it, uh, it kind of, they all kind of rolled out. But, uh, you know, 21 and 11, uh, you know, in 36 minutes, that's a good night for Yo, and, and we need to keep him really confident, really positive, and moving in the right direction. We'll have more with Coach Rose coming up after this, including a look ahead of tomorrow's game against UMass on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Brooklyn, New York. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Jason Shepard, Mark Durant, alongside the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose. BYU loses to number 25, Alabama, 71-59. And it's a quick turnaround, less than 24 hours. BYU will be back on the floor, a different floor, uh, an NBA floor at the Barclays Center for the Barclays Center Classic. They will play UMass. And, Coach, I guess uh, I'm not sure how much you've had an opportunity to look at UMass, but just some early impressions of them. Well, I, I got to watch the Niagara-UMass game, and UMass shot the ball so well in that game. It really was never a game. It was 20 points at halftime, and then UMass ran off with them in the second half. But uh, UMass hit 15 threes in that game. So that's probably where we start. You know, we start at a, a team that's really skilled and really talented, and uh, they got a first-year coach, and... You know, so they got beat pretty good today, and, and I'm sure it'll be a um, you know really competitive game tomorrow. They got a really big inside guy that kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Shemek Karnowski. Yeah, you know, and, he's, a big, uh, he's a big guy. Big guy. So uh, we'll get a plan together, and, and uh, hopefully our guys can get some rest and uh, get back in here tomorrow and and, uh, and and you know compete like we competed tonight, but play a little bit better, execute a little bit better. Let's talk about it. Three-point shooting, uh, Jekyll and Hyde a little bit. Uh, UT Arlington struggle. You shoot great against Niagara. And at the, again, today you struggle. and uh, you, you, It's frustrating because you think, man, if we could just make a, a reasonable percentage, we're in this game. You've seen these guys their whole lives. You've seen them in practice. What, what's the story with them? Are, are they better than they are? Obviously, I think they are better. Are they? I mean, where should they be, and what do you expect from those guys? Because you, you run plays, you get them look, and they got to be able to knock them down. Yeah, and, and a lot of it is is just a feel too. I mean, we got a couple point guards who are really good at getting guys shots, you know, and uh, 
and and so it's a matter of you know just being able to uh, you know jump up and make those things. I, I I do think that there's a couple things that are similar to the Arlington game and this game, and that's the size of the guys and the size that uh, that allows you to you know maybe be able to shoot that shot at your pace or the size that makes you speed up just a little bit and. You know what I think that a lot of times, maybe you you don't feel comfortable with that three, and so you you pump fake, and then you want to take it into the rim and and score it at the rim, and then you can get some confidence that way. Another thing, and then we and, that, and that's hard because you're taking it into really big guys, and then you're kicking it back out when they suck in, and then those guys got to make that shot. But another thing, the way you get your rhythm is you get to the free throw line, and our four guards that played a lot of minutes tonight went to the free throw line one time, and. So you get no rhythm from there. You look at Eli. Eli's a leading scorer, and uh, he's getting to the free throw line quite a bit. And tonight didn't shoot a free throw. TJ didn't shoot a free throw. Shear didn't shoot a free throw. Zach was one for two from from the free throw line. And so that needs to be something that we really focus on and we uh, uh, we concentrate on. And, and a lot of times when you know Mark, when a guy's struggling, the best thing that he can do is get fouled and get to the free throw line and watch a couple go in and feel it get your confidence that never happened for us tonight coach thanks for the time we appreciate it uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow so we'll be ready for you man all right guys we'll see you tomorrow thanks thanks, thanks very much the head coach of the byu cougars dave rose we'll take our last break come back and wrap things up from brooklyn on the new skin byu sports network Final from Brooklyn, 71-59, number 25, Alabama, defeating the BYU Cougars. Before we move any further, let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station ID on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. All right, BYU gets right back at it tomorrow. It's the second and final game for BYU in the Barclays Center Classic. It will be played at the Barclays Center. Same time, even though BYU is the first game tomorrow, it's actually being played at the exact same time as today. Tomorrow's game against UMass will get underway at 2.30 Eastern time on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Pre-game coverage with Ben Bagley will start at 1.30 Eastern time, so that's obviously 12.30 Mountain Time and 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time for pre-game. So BYU look to bounce back and take on the Minutemen of UMass tomorrow at the Barclays Center. That's going to do it from Long Island University in Brooklyn. The final score is 71-59. I want to thank everybody that helped make the broadcast possible. Everybody with IMG, Carter Malloy, our studio host, Ben Bagley, my uh, co-host, my broadcast partner today, Mark Durant. For all of those, my name is Jason Shepard. You've been listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.